Hey guys, this is Noah from the More You Know podcast. Welcome to another episode. We're here going off strong in 2022. Today, I've brought a very, very special guest. I'll call this guy my brother. I've known him for about 10 years now. We went to high school together. We were at Servite basketball together. For those of you who know about Servite or have heard me talk about Servite, this is a guy who is one of the most selfless individuals I've ever met in my life. One of the nicest guys ever. And his name is Nick Ellersick. I'm bringing him on because we want to uh, kind of touch bases, not only reconnect, but allow him to share his story and share some of the things that we're working on today. What's up, Nick? How you doing? Doing great. Thank you for for thank you for the for that nice intro, Noah. No problem, man. I just uh, you know, like I I can't speak to it enough. How uh, I wanted you on here. We've been kind of planning this out for about, I guess, a month now, and yeah. I've been seeing you've been putting out a lot of great uh, content on Instagram specifically. If you want to kind of shed some light on what you're doing now. Yeah. So let me tell you my story. So it goes back to when I was in second and third grade, I was diagnosed with dyslexia, ADHD, and a speech impediment. And I have uh, anxiety, mainly test anxiety back then, but a little bit here now uh, when I'm on the job, when I'm working or like, when I'm trying to make a decision or something like that, um, just just going through a bunch of adversity in life, um, through getting uh, bullied through not fitting in at school, um, and uh, uh, um, but uh, I've had to tackle adversity, um, pain, and a bunch of a bunch of mountain climbing. Now, like when you say adversity, you feel like that was more of just the struggling with figuring out how to fit in and, and yeah. bullying and all of those things kind of included. What were, like, I guess, you talk about that mountain climb. What were some of those ways that you were, what were your outlets? I guess at a, at a young age, we can start there before we get to mm -hmm. now. What were so some my, of those outlets? Uh, outlets, uh, well, probably like, like how I got through all that adversity was probably my faith, man. I, I, if, if God wasn't with me through all of this, like I, I don't know if I would have came out of, came out of high school or college. Cause nobody thought I would, I would graduate college. Like I had a bunch of haters and, um, and, uh, just like from professors to teachers, not like not believing me and not working with me in school. And that was like a a hard part of of life. Like a kid with dyslexia and ADHD and a speech impediment going through school, not having the teachers believe me, that's hard, man. Like like that's and then my faith and then some teachers also were my outlets, like um uh Miss Bashaw, I don't know if you remember her, she was I do she was a big influence on my life and uh she helped me a lot like with like tests she'd read my test to me and she would she would do a lot of stuff for me to help me succeed in life and also my my uh my learning my learning disability tutor in from second grade all the way up to sixth grade 
Christina. She was the best. Uh, she would help me, like, get come with some strategies and stuff like that. Those are just a couple. And also my parents, too. Man, they helped me out a lot. Um, just um, just helped me day in, day out, and told me, yeah, you you can do this. You're you're a good kid. Like, like just giving me positive, like, energy throughout the day. Like, like, like they would always help me, like, if I was struggling with homework or something like that, they would always encourage me to, to get it done and to, and to go to school that next day. Cause there were some days that I didn't want to go to school, man. Like, right. Like, like the, another thing, another positive influence was coach Morris, man. Um, he would always have a spot for me on the team and, um, and how it plays for me at, at Servite, like that he was a really big influence on my life. No, absolutely. And like kind of touching on, uh, like your parents, like I, I would always see them at every single event that we have or anything yeah. that we had and always supporting you and giving you that strong, uh, I guess, foundation. And, you know, going back to Coach Morris too, love you, Coach. Uh, I'm definitely going to send this to him. But uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Like he, he like really like made it a point, especially all the way from I can remember, dude, summer of freshman year is like, yeah. This is this is the guy. He's part of the team. Treat him no different. And I feel like we all we all kind of embrace that, and that's how we all became you know friends and we're able to support each other. I'm sure there's times where mm-hmm. we all could have supported each other more. Yeah. But, I mean, also at the same time, he was able to create long lasting friendships like this. Like you know, we're still friends ten years later yeah, from that. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you know, being able to talk about kind of things like this and understanding how to uh care for one another and I know you kind of like going back towards you were talking about you know teachers not believing in you and things like that and Mm -hmm. what how about like the social aspect of school like was that something that was that was also kind of tough yeah my social the social aspect because I didn't have much self-confidence in me like feel like all the way from uh like from grade school all the way even through college like Recently, I just I just got on my zone a little bit, like, like just wanted to share my story and like, um, just getting out there because eventually I would have to get out of my shell and 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 get this story out or or just move on. I actually listened to a podcast that that got my self confidence up a little bit was uh Andy Fursella's the Real AF Confidence episode and and he really owned in on you can do it and um and uh that type of stuff but um just like not fitting in and like also the anxiety would play into a part with my confidence as well um like not really believing me but like um yeah just not believing me but like like knowing that people do believe in you is a good thing now that i learned from that episode right well okay other than like the podcast what kind of changed and like what kind of changed your thought process and allowed you to start being more open and talking about these kind of things and having that confidence just knowing that i can make a big impact and and knowing that i can stand up to my the people that have bullied me or my haters in life and knowing that i can do and put my mind to whatever 
whatever is possible. No, absolutely. I, I, um, that's definitely like a big thing. I don't think a lot of people, well, one, I don't think a lot of people think about others, unfortunately. Um, yeah. They're not selfless enough, but like they don't think about maybe that other person is going through something. And I really wanted to kind of touch on that today as we talk to kind of understand like, Hey, we all have got our own battles and we, we may not even know um, some of the struggles that other people go through. But I think that it's great that you're able to, you're able to kind of talk about that and share your story and help others mm-hmm. kind of understand they may not be alone in that situation. Now, speaking on that, what, what are some of the things that you're trying to do now in order to help people that may be like you or help people that aren't like you understand? Well, I'm just, I'm trying to get my story out to like different kids and stuff like that, but also just creating content on Instagram. Like I'm trying to like get strategies out there and, um, and like, what I have, what I had to go through in school and um, just little things like that. And like different, like motivation and positive, because I'm all about positivity and motivating people to, to, to be the best they can day in day out. Cause people have helped me and motivated me. So I want to pass that along to different people. So just, just helping people out and, and motivating people on a daily basis whether it's instagram or whether it's just in my daily life like like i literally, literally at work i give a thousand compliments to different people just because i'm so such a positive person and just doing the good the right thing man yeah no i i think oftentimes even me at work like i try i work in customer service and mm-hmm. i try to you know make sure that i'm every little thing like one small compliment can go a long way and, you know, there's a lot of people that probably not, aren't thinking about that or you may just catch them in between. But that's like definitely, at least from my perspective, is like, you know, that one compliment or that one little gesture, you know, even opening the door for somebody could be a, mm-hmm. a difference maker in that person's day. Or like, I, obviously, it sounds kind of crazy when we say it now, but in, in that person's life, you know, that could be you don't know when somebody really, really needs somebody to be nice to them or give them that extra confidence boost that could help them with their day or even a small task in their day. And that's like a super massive thing. Now, like we talk about kind of helping others, like those who went to Servite with us will, will know there's like a bunch of things that we're taught and being selfless and understanding yourself and understanding your impact but like a lot of people that, you know, don't know about that or haven't really been educated properly mm-hmm. on how to be selfless and help others, it may not be in the forefront of their mind. And I, exactly. like, obviously I don't do it all the time, but uh, I could be better who can't and there's always room for improvement, but I can attest to you always being like I said in the intro always being the most selfless guy in the room the guy willing to go above and beyond and kind of navigating the day-to-day like like you said there was there was probably days where I was with you and I didn't even Mm -hmm. know that you know you didn't feel like being at school you didn't feel like being at practice you didn't feel like going to a game like you know those are things that I'm just not picking up on but Uh 
it, like there could be instances where I could have been more mindful of that and I could have said, okay, well, you know, how you doing? What's up? And I think that that's something important that we all should kind of look at. And I'm, I'm glad we can kind of talk about that on a larger scale today and hopefully give some people some, something to think about as we go through the week, because we don't know, we don't know how a week is going for a person. Even if we ask, they don't necessarily have to share with us, but exactly. yep. going, uh, moving on kind of towards, I guess we'll go back. Um, I know you had mentioned uh, you have dyslexia and whatnot. Do you think that that was like part of not being able to express that to your peers? And a little bit like I like back when I was like in high school, I was like a, way more shy like than I am now. Like, um, but a little bit was like just like the struggle in school, like trying to fight, try to try to fight doing the next assignment or the next, or trying at least to get a good grade on the next test. And, like, just, like, like really just, like, I wasn't really out of my shell in high school. Like, I was still, like, quiet. Like, I'd say hi to people, but, like, I'd, I'd be quiet about this stuff. Like, like I'd just show up to school and go home. And, like, now it's, like, I really need to get it out to impact people. And, like, just, um, uh, just, like, uh, I think that's, like, my answer. But Right. I, and it's funny, because I can see, like, you've gotten older, how much more comfortable you've been in, like, those type of situations. Like, I remember in high yeah. school, like, you'll come in, you'll be quiet. Like you'll chime into the conversation here and there. Yeah. But then I remember I hadn't seen you in like, man, maybe it was a year and a half or two years. This is after high school. I think we're in college. This is right uh -huh. before COVID. Uh, this is the week of COVID actually. And uh, yeah. you were like, oh, what's up? I was like, hey, I'm in Vegas, Pac-12 tournament. And you were like, all right, I'm flying out. And we uh, we had a hotel. We stayed. Yeah. Had a great time. And it was it was super dope because like you were talking probably more than I had ever heard you talk. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, man, I don't think I've. Like, we we'll, we have a ton of conversations, obviously, over the years, but yeah, the amount of conversation we had was like skyrocketing compared to obviously when we were fifteen, from fifteen yeah. to twenty one, and like now we're twenty three, twenty four. And what is it going to be when we're 30, like having those conversations and being able to kind of help and help others and understand each other. And I, yeah, no. I, uh, I, I applaud you for continuing to grow and not giving in because that's like a big thing. There's so many times like we can give in, like you mentioned anxiety. Like I also suffer from anxiety and that's something that I've, that I didn't have in high school. You probably know that, but a lot of people that are listening may not know that. Mm -hmm. That was something that I didn't really experience until I got to college. So I was kind of like, I was in a bit of a different timing and landscape as you. And I know how hard that can be. Like, you know, there's days where you don't want to go to work. There's days where you don't want to do things, but you've got to figure exactly, out how to push yeah. through. And obviously like you, like your outlook on it, kind of gives me perspective because this is something that you've been dealing with your whole life so I can kind of take from that and say well 
you know, like what are, what are positive ways I can reinforce and kind of move along. And I think, you know, maintaining that positive thought process and finding the little things, like you said, like the compliments or how can I figure out a way to overcome this? Not, and it doesn't even have to be long-term, you know, that, that can be something like super short-term and something that we're, that can only affect us in a moment. But I think moments are what make up life and that that's what makes it, makes it kind of great. Exactly. Now, as we, as we kind of talk about that, are, what are some of the immediate, immediate impacts that you're trying to make right now to help others, obviously getting, getting your story out and uh, talking about your struggles and, what has made you you is one of those things, but like, what are some of those, those other things, maybe those smaller things that are. Yeah. So I'm looking to uh, really just uh, help these kids in any way I can. I'm trying to start like a little, uh, not mentorship program, but like um, coaching program for these kids to come and meet like a community, like once, like once a month, like, like I have a Facebook group up right now, but I'm looking to like bring on great guest speakers, like Paralympic athletes for these kids. So they, they have a positive influence in their life to, uh, to take that to the school. So they go to class. So they, they go to the, their, their work or their job, just stuff like that. People that, that they can motivate them. And I'm looking to do that. And then I'm looking to go speak to different learning disability uh, centers and like different schools on, on, uh, on, uh, uh, on like my story and stuff like that. And I'm also looking to go, uh, uh, go speak to like different coaches and stuff like that for like different um, aspects of bullying in sports and 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 in school because I got bullied in sports as well I forgot to mention that but I did get bullied in, in school or in sports my uh one of my coaches I'm not gonna name a name but uh bullied me on my off my learning disabilities and just give me just give me nonstop hate and um I'm just looking to to make a, a positive impact off that situation because you can always turn a negative into a positive and uh, just teach people on how to do the right thing and stuff like that. No, absolutely. And I kind of touching on, I know you mentioned in sports is like, I don't think people, uh, when people think about sports, they don't necessarily think about athletes and everybody a part of these sports teams kind of as, as, humans too it's kind of like no we're here we're in a sport and we're doing it do do you think that part of that experience is kind of what what has helped shape the message that you want to share or do you think that that was something totally totally different no it's it's exactly because i i i spoke it out to the school and um and that's what really got got me wanted to share my story a little bit because like I wanted to put my story out there and um and it's just amazing how much uh how many schools are like 
it's going on with the same culture as how as the school that I went to, but um, it's just crazy. Uh, I like bullying, like mental health and bullying is like it's a serious problem right now, especially coming out of the pandemic and everything like that. But um, it's a it's a big it's a big need right now. So. No, I, I definitely agree. I think, uh, unfortunately, like sports culture is a, a bit toxic and sure, yeah. at, like they promote, you know, team and being together, but that's not always the case, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned like the pandemic and, and uh, that's given people a lot of perspective and time to uh, a lot of perspective and time to self-reflect. Do you think the pandemic has helped you do that? Or do you think that was something that was hard for you to navigate at first? Like me personally, it was really hard to navigate. Uh, it was, it was really hard. Cause like I was just locked up in my house, like just going to work. Like it really didn't really have an influence, especially on my self-confidence and my confidence because that, that really like, I really need a, a place. Like I need, like I need to hang around people to, boost my self-confidence and like be able to go to the grocery store and give three compliments out a day or something like that. But like, I need to be out of my house and the pandemic didn't really help me with that. And I just literally, what I would do during the pandemic is sit in my house. Like I would, I'd be able to do nothing. Like I just go, I go to my job from, from two to 10. And like, that's when I got the job with the angels and, um, uh, going to the job with the angels really helped me a little bit with the pandemic because um, I was at the baseball field. I was in sports where I loved what I love to do is being sports. And that gave me a little light to shine upon on the pandemic. But um, just being there was so much fun. And, um, but yeah, the pandemic, uh, didn't do anything for me and my self-confidence and my confidence. Right. No. And now that we're kind of like shifting, uh, obviously um, COVID is still kind of taking place, but do you, do you think like now that we're, you know, we're going outside, we're able to do more of the things that we are able to do mm-hmm. that, that time that you had, that you had to spend with yourself kind of did that now that we're looking at it in hindsight, is that something that you're kind of grateful for, or was that is was that something you felt you could have done without? A little, a little bit, yeah. Because like it got, it got my story out. Like that's, that's where, um, yeah. Oh, uh, it did because like I read a lot more. Like I really opened my, I really opened and read my first book from, like during the pandemic, like I like in school, going back to like my dyslexia, ADHD and speech, I, I, I didn't like to read like in school, like, like I, I would dread reading. Like I, and I remember in third grade, I had to, like they did me on, on time reading. Like I would have to do time reading, like they'd time me on my reading. And that really boosted down my self-confidence, but I fought that adversity back then to now I'm 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 finding adversity to to read a book from from 
tape from cover to cover without audio. I'm I'm trying that right now. Like I'm fine to do it. Like like I'm gonna do it, but um, yeah, it really like the audio programs helped me a lot, and um, just uh, just being able to listen to it is amazing because you miss out a lot of content while just reading it while I read it cover to cover in a hardcover book. But right. when I listen to it, it, it helps me a lot. And so, yeah. No, that's dope. I, uh, I've actually, we've been sharing a few books back and forth between each other too. So I'm, I've mm-hmm. got to read, I've got to, I'm finishing one right now and I've got to, uh, take a look at that one you sent me, mm-hmm. but no, I definitely agree. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big reader for other reasons. I just personally don't always like to sit down and read, but mm. I I kind of try to crack and crack open a book. And I feel like the pandemic has allowed for that, uh, you know, more time to read or understanding that that's an important part of self growth. Mm. And I think that's super dope that you're able to do that. And I, I as you said that, I never really thought about. I always thought of audiobooks as kind of an alternative to reading i've never thought of an audiobook as like wow somebody may actually need this because it'll be better for them so like that's super interesting yeah. like i've never i've never had to think of it that way but that's no yeah that's dope. and then when i was in school i had this program that would help that would read my test to me and it was really cool because like 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 having somebody read a test to me is like is a make or break like thing and like if I get if you sit me down and have me read a test or do a form, like I wouldn't be able to do it unless somebody reads it to me. Like I'd struggle here and there, and like, but um, but yeah, I I had somebody read my test from when I was in all the way from like grade school when I first was diagnosed with dyslexia and all my all my uh learning disabilities to now or to uh, when I finished college uh, I had people read my test to me but right now as, um, in, co- in college sorry for cutting you off there in college was that like was that harder I feel like because the college college tests are clearly harder than mm-hmm. high school tests was that was that a bit of a challenge at first or was that something you were already kind of used to by then oh uh, well survive prepared me well for college and uh i think it was a little harder the hard part was scheduling the test with the with the teachers and setting it over and stuff like that but the people over at concordia and the learning center were very good i had the best person who read my test to me uh brie and she was amazing and she would read all my tests to me um and uh, yeah, it was amazing. Like, the, it was a little harder, like, working, like, getting the teacher to work with me. Uh, I remember, uh, I mean, this is probably a good thing, but, like, a teacher failed me by 0.5, or 0.8, I think it was. Like, I would go in every single, like, all the hours, stuff like that, but failed me by 0.5. Like, I did put in the work and stuff like that, and I went to everything, but I guess I the teacher didn't want me to pass or something like that. But I learned from that. I passed it. 
later on in my college experience in my college career. Uh, but yeah. No, that's that's a super interesting take. I hope, like like I I've been saying it this whole time. I really hope that people can kind of listen to this, under, understand the perspective, and they may may not have the same struggles you have, and they may have something similar. But just kind of understanding, like you know, we're all going through certain situations, and we've got to be able to power power through those situations. And I'm really grateful to call you a friend and be able to get a chance to hang out with you when we're in the same place and yeah, kind of share that love and good energy. And I appreciate it. Now I know you had mentioned uh, your Facebook group. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link that in the description as well. That way people can get a chance to join that or keep up with you as well as your Instagram. Like I said, you've been putting out quite a bit of content and I I've been eager to follow that and been following it. Um, as you post and I can't wait to kind of see where this goes I do think it's I do think you have that special ability to be able to share and it, everybody's everybody's attracted to good energy whether they know it or not and you know I I think you're the person that kind of help push this and share this and be able to give people perspective and I appreciate that I want to be able to tell you that in front of everybody I I tell I told you off of the podcast, but I want to tell you on the podcast as well. Like, you you deserve it, and I'm happy for you, man, and I'm proud of you, and glad I can kind of see you on the journey of uh, not where you started, but where you were at when we met, and where you're at now, and the the end when when you know it's all said and done. And I'm I'm gonna support that through and through, and I'm gonna make sure I continue to do my part and post and post and repost kind of what you're working on as well, dude. And I appreciate you. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and keep this short and sweet for us. I just wanted to be able to have you on here, kind of talk about some of those things. And if, if you could uh, provide us with your Instagram name right now, that way people can get a chance to follow you. So it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be lowercase Nick Ellersick underscore and then it's FN for fear not. Fear not. Right. And then the Facebook group is Fear In. Yeah, it's it's Fear N. And then the okay, Facebook.com. Um and it's put that in the in the in the show notes and and I'm looking forward to meeting everybody that joins and we got some good stuff coming, but thank you again for all those positive comments about me. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to follow you as well. And I thank you so much. No, I, I appreciate it, Nick. And like I said, I'm going to be putting that in the uh, description. That way people get a chance to follow you and kind of follow your journey and maybe even have an opportunity to have these conversations with their other friends or people that they feel may need it. And it's very special and I'm glad we're able to do this. I'm going to go ahead and close this out here then. Perfect. Thank you guys all for coming into this episode of the more, you know, podcast. My name is Noah Scott. You can follow me on Instagram at Scotty to heat on Twitter at real Noah Scott. You can find our podcast here on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Amazon, 
any other place that has podcasts, you'll be able to find me there as well. Now, I have a new weekly stream that I do on Twitch called Scotty's Heat House, and my name on Twitch is Scotty2Heat. You can go ahead and give me a follow there. We kind of uh, break down some music, uh, kind of talk about whatever whatever's in the headlines, as well as my bi-weekly mix series will be coming back hopefully this week. It's been kind of slow with, with uh, new music since it is the beginning of the year, but we're going to get that going here pretty soon. And thank you guys all. And on behalf of Nick, catch you later, and we'll, we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you so much. No problem.